0: GameZillaMedia.com Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of the in major gaming news. The GameZilla Podcast.
1: Look, that one of them now.
2: Welcome to the Games old Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host Grimlock, and with me remotely, my producers and sometimes co-hosts, the other times dead weight, the Dead Eye Knight, and Player One, Miggy. Hey, hey, hey! He's the
1: dead, and I'm the weight.
3: So, <laughs> guys, I am I'm excited. Last week, I was almost dead on the show from some sort of stomach issue I had, uh, but I'm back to life and i'm excited this is the back to school episode of the GameZilla podcast i start my 15th year of the 11th grade this year guys i'm pretty
2: excited plus your butthole will never be the same
1: for the first point you know what they
2: say (laughs) i don't really know i don't even really know where where that where that came in stomach problems we all knew what you were doing last week Honestly, where were you not more than it? normal? I didn't <laughs> not, not more than normal. <laughs> not more than normal. Maybe that was why you're having stomach problems. You just need to go verge it man. Not horrible. Holding... What has your wife told you about holding it in? Hey, you've been yelled at this before. It's bad for my kidneys. <laughs> Her and the doctor, they teamed up on me. <laughs> wow. Uh... Anyways, this is a video game podcast. Hey, yeah no no it's not it's it's rectum it's rectum health oh, it's are... thing i have my bristol stool scale handy What if <laughs> G- I G- games pull it still out? the media the rectum health podcast <laughs> damn near killed him <laughs> anyways yeah we are a video game podcast welcome to episode 326 of the podcast your elite free dlc for all your gaming news this show this podcast is powered by you the patrons Yes,
3: that's right. You are supporters at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. If you've never been there, you're missing out. Go over there, start contributing as a patron today and help GameZilla Podcast and GameZilla Media continue to grow. Uh, You can become a patron as as little as $1 per month. That's $12 throughout your year. I know you can afford that if you enjoy listening to the show, watching us on YouTube, watching us on Twitch. We're here for you. Throw a buck our way. The real sweet spot is that $5 a month exclusive content level. That's where you'll receive the availability to listen to bonus shows from all of the podcasts on the Games of the Media Network, including the September episode of must or bust where Grim Miggy and I tell you what games you should and should not buy for the month of September. So all that, a lot of fun going on at patreon.com slash games the media. Get there.
2: All right. Well, uh, <laughs> you heard the man get there, do it uh, before we, before we get into it. Uh, just remember that the full episodes, full video episodes of this, if you can't stay for the entire live show on twitch.tv slash GameZillaMedia, then you can head over to YouTube and search for Gamezilla Media um, and watch all the videos there. So make sure you hit that sub button and the bell notification. But here's what's happening in the world of gaming. Let's get into the news.
3: Time for news. It's time for news to prove to dad. I'm not a fool. <laughs>
2: a little back to school humor. <laughs> Billy Madison for the kids. <clears throat> topic number one. Uh, hashtag Grim's hole is still active in the, in the Twitch chat. That's topic number one, but it now looks like butter boy. Butterboy Grimms Hole. Oh my god. Uh, you, you you guys, you just have to be here Monday nights live on twitch.tv slash games media to understand what exactly is going on in this chat. It used to be useful information and now it's just a bunch of uh, hole talking. But topic, the real topic number one is Activision finally wakes up and takes action. But is it enough? Let's get into it. <sighs> Cheating in the PC version of Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Warzone has been a huge problem, but now Activision appears to be cracking down on the people creating these exploits. CXCheat.net, a company known for making exploits in PC multiplayer games, says it will stop creating Call of Duty cheats because Activision threatened legal action. Hmm. The announcement that is, uh, that it was ending the development and sale of its Call of Duty cheating products was first spotted on Reddit. Uh, CXcheat.net notified users on Discord that it would stop developing and selling exploits that allowed players to gain advantages in several Call of Duty games, including the free-to-play Battle Royale title Warzone. The hacking company also sold cheats for Apex Legends and Player Unknown Battlegrounds. An admin for CXCheat.net's Discord also notes in an announcement that Activision may suspend or ban players using its hacking products in the game, uh, and the company's Discord has since gone offline. So, the CXCheat's website can no longer be reached, but uh, the website was still operating over the weekend. Screenshots from the outlet show the backlash. CXCheat received comments from angry customers requesting refunds. You're a fucking cheater. You don't get a refund, okay? Also, Activision, (laughs) why did it take you this long to threaten legal action against a company that acts like a business? They literally have a website and an e-commerce page that says, we want to cheat in this game. Give us your money. We'll help you. And you,
0: like, it's about time. It's about time because I stopped playing your game. It got so bad. Anyways, I hope that this is just the start too, because guess what? CX Cheats, not the
2: only company that makes exploits for video games. You need to just crack down on all of these companies. They're all being run by some, some smuck in a, in a garage somewhere. None of them are real businesses. Just throw your giant legal team threats at them and they'll all disappear. Like, have a backbone, for God's sakes. What, what is so hard about this? Maybe you can't find certain ones. Maybe there are some out there that you haven't defined, but I guarantee you there's a handful of them that you do know. Because they have... A- Fucking Discord channels, for God's sakes! You, t- you tell me no
3: one that works at Activision's <laughs> ever heard of Reddit? <laughs> like, like what? Well,
2: there's people here talking about our game and how to cheat on it. It's just these, a whole big threat of it. These assholes aren't living in the dark web or anything. They're they're <laughs> sitting on your front doorstep, like, hey, it's like it's like scalpers at a sports game back in the day when you went to go to public sports games and they're like, I got tickets. Five bucks and they're right in front of the stadium, right? That's pretty much Activision. Like, yeah, we
0: know what's going on. We just don't care. <sighs> what do you guys think? Uh, so I'm I'm
3: excited about this because personally, it's the only like logical reason I could come up with that other people are better at this game than I am. It has nothing to do with the skill gap or me being completely incompetent at Warzone. Clearly, people are cheating. So I'm ready to return to war zone. I'm going to be back. baby. I'm going to be cleaning up. I mean, we're talking like maybe one, two kills per round. I'll be a new man. I'll just be killing, killing one or two people each time. I'll be in the gulag. Maybe, maybe getting kills like 30% of the time. I'm going to be a savage. The
2: last 30% of the time, <laughs> the last time I played this game, I, I had someone that was, I watched the kill cam they were aiming the opposite 180 degrees, the opposite direction of me. And I watched their character just spin. I kid you not spin. Stop like a magnet had stopped it and just fired. No, there wasn't even a zoom. It was just spin, stop fire. And I was dead. And I was like, yup. I need a break from this game. Cause I'm going to rage quit. It's so bad that it's become such a problem that console players have disabled crossplay." And we'll sit there and wait two to three times longer for a match because the queue system slows down because they do not want to play with PC gamers. And I don't blame them. Too the PC many PC gamers times. are monsters, so monsters. it's better. Hot Keep garbage. Keep them off in their own little computer cage. Absolutely. By the way, I'm a PC player now, but still. I just, I just stay away from Warzone, though. There's cheaters in Fall Guys, you Everyone.
3: Fall Guys. Hey, don't make me spit my peppermint tea out of my computer. There's
2: people cheating at Fall Guys. Why? Why That's what I said. I I watched I, I literally watched a video of a jelly bean, because that's what you are. In the in the uh in the level where like you have to break there's like the walls and you have to guess if it's gonna be a solid wall or if it's gonna break open and then you just it funnels down until the end and so many people make it. The jelly bean flew and just flew all the way to the end of the level and then landed and he walked across the finish line. Like what? What is that? Who made and why is that even still allowed? Also, let's just let's just fly back over to Warzone and to Call of Duty. You need an anti-cheat system in your game because you don't have one right now. Every other like big major game right now, like if I download Valorant, I gotta have their anti-cheat installed. Like, where's your anti-cheat system? It's been ten or eleven months since this game, since Warzone came out, or maybe, or, or maybe not Warzone, but like I think oh, the game overall. How long's how long's Modern Warfare been out? It's gotta be. We're coming November up on November, doesn't normally. Yeah, drop October. we're coming November. up on the new game in November. We're literally about to have a new Call of Duty. We don't have an anti-cheat in the current Call of Duty. And and we're just banning companies that that are causing this to happen. This is unacceptable from, from a company that makes one of the biggest games every year that has a professional league, for God's sakes, that, that like, they're looking at this as a, a long-term business where Warzone and Cold War, the new announced game, are going to coexist and all these things going to happen. That's great and dandy, but you got to take care of your environment. You have to take care of your fan base. You have to take care of everything, and you're not. Congratulations on threatening one group that had a Discord channel and, and a website shit we have that congratulations um i i highly doubt you've affected many people i bet you there's are still cheaters i'm scared
3: straight i won't be cheating anymore it's just it's just
2: pathetic man it's pathetic i'm not saying a company you and you know we we all work in, in in the tech industry we all work in IT i'm not saying a company can be
0: bulletproof Okay, I'm not saying that we can predict everything that's going to happen before it happens. But when you find a hacked email account or something like that, you don't just go, um,
2: yep, yeah, yeah, it's hacked. What do you want to do for lunch? Like, because <laughs> that's what it feels like you're doing. It was like, oh, there's cheating going on. And then before I know it, oh, Oh, there's rampant cheating going on. Oh, okay. Oh, there's
0: cheating going on on our professional level platform. Huh. Interesting. Nothing. Just
2: over 10 months of this game existing. Nothing. Except for this. We're manually banning people. And when you get reported, we're we're sticking you with the other people that got reported. So cheaters are going to have to play with
0: cheaters. That is not a solution. I hate, I hate this because I, li- I actually like this game. And I just feel like they don't, they don't care. They're not doing enough. <sighs> Johnny Riot comes through and says, but when you enforce an anti-cheat install,
2: you get crap from people for making you do more. There's no winning. It's and a I, game. Yeah, we like, do I, more. I, I You're 100% clicking on stuff. I 100% agree with you, but I I would I would also point at Valorant being the example that yes, people complained, but it also broke records on Twitch, downloads, people wanting those codes. The want and urge to play was still there. So upset the percentage of the people that are going to be upset. But don't do what Riot did and make an anti-cheat that runs on your computer 24-7, doesn't shut down with the game, and does all sorts of things it's not supposed to do. Then you won't get people mad at you. For once, I don't care who does it. I don't care what company does it, but for once just do it right. Just make a program that works the best it can. Again, not saying it's going to be bulletproof. You could sit there and because of the patch you're on feel like you're 99% you know, protected and then some a zero-day affected hack or cheat or whatever comes through and your and your anti-cheat system isn't up to par. Then you learn about that in the next 24 to 48 hours, you issue out a patch and you're back to being, you know, as compliant as possible. So like again, it's not bulletproof, but it is going to at least deflect some. Because right now I can guarantee you I play with cheaters every night. Every night I play Warzone. I, I have to fight cheaters. Every night, I sit, you watch me on stream and I sit there and I have a really confused looking face. I go, mm, that's suspicious. That one right there was suspicious. I don't like to sit there and just be like, cheater! Right? Because there are good players out there. But sometimes, you just watch something and you're like, there's just no way in hell that that just happened unless I'm playing against the best player in the world. And even then, I it wasn't was super, on. So no, you weren't. Super lucky. That's true. It's true. Yeah, you never play anymore. You're just too good. So and you supposed... get that
1: good? So you're saying you're not supposed to be able to fly in uh in Modern
2: Warfare? Maybe right. Yeah. Live? Yeah. No flying. Uh,
1: uh, There's a
2: new hack that you just spin. Your character just spins and you pull the trigger and it just kills people. The spray and pray. I'm into it. Why play? Why play the game if you're gonna cheat? Like why? Because they. It's because. Their enjoyment is to ruin the game for other people. Cause you're
3: a loser.
2: There's yeah. no way around it. You're ju- you're you're a loser. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 if if your enjoyment is not to uh, ruin the game for other people, then the other reason would be this 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 latest gamer that just got banned. Did you see the latest gamer that got that just got caught cheating? He's sitting there on stream bragging, oh, oh, bragging yeah. about how good he was. Not realizing his cheat system was literally up on his stream and showing his fans. And now Twitch has banned his account. 80,000 followers. This was a guy that had 80,000 followers on Twitch. Just lost his entire account. People are stupid, man. But I don't know. This has got to get... For competitive gaming, it has to get better. Destiny two is is an older game. I don't get as upset with it, but it's rampant with cheaters. I feel like you can't play an online multiplayer shooter or or competitive game without cheaters because these companies either a they don't know what to do, which they won't admit it. You know if you're having this big of a problem and you're Activision, then go over to Black Carbon or Trend Micro or whoever you want to work with and be like here's our problem, we've tried A, B, and C, or for some companies like Activision, we've tried half of A, and we don't know what to do, can you help us? Because I'm sick of it.
1: Well, uh, have you tried uh, isolating the cheaters and put them on their own server so they only play with each other?
2: I mean, if that's, what, if that's what one of the security companies said, then I would just get up and walk out to the next one, because, yeah,
0: you're, that, that stupid idea is already happening, and it doesn't seem to be helping. Anyways, we spent a lot of time on this first topic, but I, I'm just
2: like, good that they got rid of this one group, but like, keep it going. Like next week, I want to hear about the, about five more groups, not another one. I want, a five, here's five more groups that we've, we've uh, you know, thrown cease and desist letters to. Like grow, one, grow a pair, grow a spine, and actually act like you care about your product. And sitting there and having a team of people manually ban people is, I don't care. Every company should have some form of department like that to maintain the healthiness of your game. You're not doing anything above and beyond that. I'm like, wow, good job, dude. You're doing your job. Now go above that and be like, hey, we're the first competitive shooter to eliminate 90% of
0: cheating, 80% of cheating. I, I don't, 70% of cheating, I'd still be impressed. You could be a C-level student, and I'd be impressed with you because no one else is doing it. Riot's trying. Kinda. So annoying, though. All right. Anyways, that was topic number one. You can always
2: join the Discord, guys, and keep talking to us in the GameZilla podcast ch- uh, channel about things like this. Let us know your... your um you know, experience with cheaters and and maybe why you're not playing certain games anymore, or maybe you're a cheater and you want to talk to us. that would be crazy, but still, um, yeah, I don't know. This is, um, I'm frustrated because these are the games I like to put time into. These are the games I like to stream. These are the games that like, you know, are a part of my evenings and my, and like my, my enjoyment time. And when they get
0: ruined by people like that, I just, I just rage. Alright. Topic number two. We got some news with PlayStation
2: here, guys. PS5 will only be backwards compatible with PS4 games according to Ubisoft. Now we knew PS4 games were going to be compatible to some extent. The approved PS4 list, whatever that's gonna be, which is you know similar to what Xbox has done where they've brought over x amount of games and there are some games that don't play so it's the same idea that's great but in in today backwards compatibility will be a, will be available for supported playstation 4 titles but will not be possible for playstation 3 playstation 2 or playstation 1 games the support page states while well, sony has previously said that the ps5 will be backwards compatible with ps4 games it's never officially said whether any games from past PlayStation consoles will work on the new hardware. And this all came from a support page uh, about the transition to next-gen consoles over on Ubisoft's website. So, this didn't really shock me because I feel like when Sony came out and decided to talk about the PS4 backwards compatibility, that the fact that they didn't decided at that moment to talk about PS3, PS2, and PS1. Pretty much told me it wasn't going to happen. Um, I don't. I would I didn't really understand why Sony would have broken that up into two different announcements because it's backwards compatibility. Just you're just going to clump it together. So um, I think it's a dis- it's disappointing. I don't like the answer, and this is from Ubisoft, so their wording doesn't mean everything when it comes to like what Sony's actually thinking or what they've, what maybe what issues they've run into, but Microsoft has not had a problem um, replicating or emulating um, original Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox one, which is all going to be playable on the Xbox series X. So I'm sorry, but the excuse of it's not possible from Ubisoft is, is just not good enough for me. Because we live in a world where if you want to emulate something, you can emulate something. I mean, hell, I can emulate PS1 games on almost any device that I hack if I want. Like, you can emulate PS1 games on everything. PS2 games.
3: How the hell does a Vita... I mean, a little, little Raspberry Pi can do all of this, but
1: how's a, how's a PS... PS5
2: can Yeah, how's a PSP and a Vita hack able to do it, but your brand new system isn't? Just tell the people you don't want to do it. you don't believe that it that it's a money making option for you that the resources that's involved to build an environment to do it isn't worth it to you just just be honest.
0: Don't come out here and tell me that's not possible. That's bull but um it's,
3: it's upsetting it yeah. it's It's a factor that would have swayed me to consider sticking around with PlayStation. I have a bunch of PS2, PS3 games. I don't have a ton of PS1 games, just a handful. But if you told me I could have popped one of those in and just played it, because I, I play the most on my main system, I have my main system hooked up to my best TV, and there, yeah, there's PlayStation 3 games. I'd love to go back and and put a little bit of time into. I'm just not gonna do it. I'm not gonna charge up my PlayStation 3 controller, sit in the other room where I have the PlayStation 3 hooked up. You know, it's 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 an afterthought at this point. If the PlayStation 5 would have been able to be my one place solution for my entire library of PlayStation games. That'd be a motivating factor to me purchase one. I have original Xbox games. That's a motivating factor to me to look at Xbox. There's games that I have that are Xbox games. I'd love to play, but my original Xbox is starting to fail. So I don't do it.
2: Yes. One and PS two games. This is a super large, super large on Twitch here should easily be supported uh, with with minimal to no effort. PS3, sure, we could blame Architect of the PS3 being very unique and all sorts of problems uh, with that. Sure, possibly. But, you know, and and, and Johnny Riot making the statement that emulating isn't backwards compatibility, I understand that, but but the idea here is that I can take a disc from an original Xbox, I put it into my Xbox One X right now, it doesn't necessarily play that game. Right, It scans the disk, and then, it, and then an emulation is created. So, I mean, in a way, they've created a hybrid of backwards compatibility. And it works over on the Microsoft side. So, I don't care how you achieve it, if you actually achieve it where it plays the game off the disk, or if you scan the disk and it says, oh, you have a physical copy of of, you know, whatever, and you just you put it you put it in the system. You put a PS One disc in the system, and it looks and says, "Oh, you have Castlevania. Cool. Uh, let me go find that in my library. Load, boot the library up. Boom, it's good." And it only works if you have PS Plus. I'm still okay with that, even though Xbox will work. Period. Sony could be like. We have a library. We've spent all this time to build this library. So when, if you have the physical disc, you put it in there, it reads it. It goes to the library, pulls the game, loads it up for you play it. If you're a PS Plus member.
0: There's a PS Plus perk that would sell PlayStation Plus even better. But they're not going to do it. But they're not going to do it. Instead, instead they will... Uh, I it, it, Instead,
2: they will just try to resell it all in their store and people will re rebuy it over and over and over again. And that's where it's just like, even Nintendo is literally offering you NES, SNES within, within its online service as a perk. So, I mean, unless we hear something different from Sony because we still don't know what the evolution of their online service is going to be when it comes to the PS5. Um, But but you know, it's going to have to be something like that. And you know, in in the chat right now, people are saying it's all about licensing and all this stuff. It's like licensing, of course, is an issue. Everybody deals with licensing issues. If you believe that licensing is an issue to the point where they can't do it 100%, then like, that's, that's, that's ridiculous and unacceptable. How many of those licenses do they still have some form of active licensing with those groups? How come Xbox can do it? How come Nintendo can do it? There's no excuse. There's no excuse if you care about your fan base, period.
1: I uh I heard Tony Stark was able to do it in the cave with the box of scrap. <laughs>
2: I've Thank heard that it. I've heard that. I've heard that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too.
0: <sighs> but I don't know, like this is this I, I already knew
2: this. This didn't shock me, but it just is brought it's brought back my feelings of this is just a lame excuse. Yet again You know, and and you're letting Ubisoft come out here and drop this news and Sony you need to react in the next twenty four hours, in my opinion. Don't let some third party company come
0: out here and paint a picture of you. You know,
1: it's funny. I I I um had kind of thought thought this earlier. I thought I heard it somewhere that they were gonna work on trying to uh, support uh, PS1 through PS4. But uh, talking with uh, Johnny Wright earlier, you know, he uh, um you know definitely let me know that that there was nothing they never said. It was four they were working on, but not that far back. But um, uh, I mean, I think I just got it in my head because Microsoft is doing it, like you said, Microsoft is doing it um you know they're looking out for their fan base they're they're bringing out what they can't and if they don't can't release it at a certain time they're working on getting it out um at a later date but they're still you know if that's what the fans are asking for that's one thing microsoft has been good at is like giving the fans you know giving players what they want um but yeah it just seemed like sony is behind the eight ball on that one
2: yeah and i mean It's it's unfortunate. It is just another kind of like. Just what I always look at Sony recently and people will always sit there and get mad at me because I'm so negative on Sony. I understand I'm negative on Sony because I've invested thousands of dollars into this platform. I don't even want to actually know how much money I've invested into a Sony into into the PlayStation ecosystem. But understand they recently have done nothing that the fan base really has been calling for. And so the PS5 is that next step. It's the next thing where we are all sitting here patiently waiting to see how how PlayStation is going to evolve for us. We understand the load times are going to be better and the SSD is cool and the DualSense is the next generation of controllers for Sony. Great! But what about all the things that your fan base have been complaining about and asking for and pointing out to you that just continue to just seem like there is no mark, at, no information, no communication at all about any of it? Look how long it took, for the love of God, for us to be able to change our name on the PlayStation Network. And they just want to sit there and be like, oh, well, you know, it's, uh, it's a technological, like, limitation. Well, all that means to me is that you sat on an archaic an archaic system for so long making profit on profit on profit because you didn't have to because you refused to upgrade, okay? I work in IT. I understand what it's like to have a server in a server room that literally I keep together with duct tape. And then when people walk in, I say whatever you do, don't look at it. Okay? Don't look at it. Don't breathe towards it. Just don't do anything because it's got to last another five years because the budget doesn't support us to leave this thing that doesn't even have Windows XP on it, for God's sakes, okay? The memory on this thing is soldered into the logic board, so don't even look at it because if it breaks, I'm going to murder you. I know what that's like. I understand. But you're PlayStation, and like there's just got to be these things that you've read millions of times. And you go, hmm, you know what? They kind of want this. Maybe we should
0: figure it out. And instead, we get the opposite. Or we get nothing at all. And so for me, a
2: Sony fanboy, I'm not just an Xbox hater that wants to hate on Sony. I own Sony product. I have a whole wall of Sony games. I'm just disappointed because this is not the Sony that I watched take off on at the ps4 launch at the end of the ps3 era and in the beginning of the ps4 launch and i watched i watched the company just soar and i got really excited for the future and then the future was just kind of like well we did it and now we're just gonna we're just gonna cruise and we're not really gonna pay attention and we're gonna stumble over our own feet and we're just gonna you know gonna just brush it off and and just we're good so you know there are plenty of things to be excited about the PS5 this is not one of them the backwards compatibility is a miss for me and and that you know that's uh the concerning situation but we'll see once sony takes the stage and actually tells us a little bit more about their system and tells us a little bit more um you know cuz neither one of these companies They're both scared at this point. They don't want to tell us the price points. They don't want to tell us an official release date. Like, we're just, we're not getting anything. I'm getting ready to find out that they're just going to halo us all over again here and be like, oh, well, for the last three months, four months, we've been telling you there's no production issues and that everything was going to release on time. We lied. It turns out none of these systems are coming out until 2021. You know, like that's what I'm getting ready for. Because at this point, I'm like, it is Sept. We're we're li- you're listening to this. If you're not watching us live, you are listening to this in September, and we still don't know very important aspects of these devices. We're allowed two months from the rumored release date because we don't have release dates, and that leads me to my little quick snippet that I was going to uh, disclose here on the Sony
0: News. I had to register to be to get the privilege to pre-order a PS5. That concerns me. Wait.
3: So they're not going to stores? Like <laughs> I mean <they laughs> like should... every other time a system's launched, you could pre-order one through a retailer and then you could
2: go buy it there. X amount of the, I mean, yes, there, there's still going to be systems that are going to stores, but they the, right. but Sony is going to be selling theirs directly through, um, their, their company, you know, to some extent. So they're holding on to an X amount of systems. So yeah, they launched they basically launched this weird thing that you go sign up with your PlayStation network tag to be to be put into a raffle to get the right to go ahead and uh and and try to uh get in. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know. And and as far as it trying to, uh, registration to avoid bots, if you think that if you really think that's going to avoid bots like you don't give these people these scalpers and these people enough credit, man not going to avoid bots at all. The second that information went live and went public to to every journalist outlet, guess what people did? They went and made 8, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 accounts on PlayStation Network. They bought themselves whatever they need a 3-month window of PlayStation Plus cuz that's all they need, and they and they reserved 50 of them. It is as simple as that to go around that wall. If you think like, so, and the problem is, is that this is also in place because they already admitted that the production is limited. The production of the PS five is not, is not going to be increased over what the PS four was. And at first it was actually less than the PS four was. And they just upped it a little bit. So it's, you know, like in, in equivalent to the PS four close, close, but, I don't know. It's just it's just messy, man. It's messy is what it is, and I hate it. It's just not a clean presentation by anyone right now, and I'm focusing on Sony right now because we have Sony news that's been hitting them, but no one has been clean right now as far as delivering what the future is for their for their platform. And it's frustrating me. I'm to this point now where I'm just like I almost don't care anymore. I just almost was like whatever I'll figure it out when there's one on the shelf I'll grab it like I just almost am at that point and that's sad you know you're pushing me to PC to like just
0: be like screw it, I'm gonna play on PC I already have a PC I'm good <laughs> less stress this way but
2: I don't know we'll see um we know we got a PlayStation channel in the Discord as well, guys. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are on the backwards compatibility, uh, what Ubisoft's news means, and what you want to see next on of PlayStation. What's what's next? What needs to happen? Not to necessarily sell you on a PS5. I know there's plenty of you that are going to buy a PS5. I've already told you I'm going to buy a PS5. Doesn't mean I have to be perfectly happy with everything they're doing, and you shouldn't be either. Because it comes back down to the fact that we need to speak and make our and make our, you know, our. In, our industry, our community is like, empowered by our choices. And if we all just sit there blindly and do, just go, oh, well, it's PlayStation, here's my money, even though you're not happy with something and you didn't voice it, then like, what's the point? You're not going to see the changes that you want to see. So it's okay to question stuff. It's okay not be happy with a decision. You know? But at the same time, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to uh, support PlayStation. In some fashion. I just might. Just like I told you guys. I just might not be a day one. You know. Purchaser of the PS5. I might. You're gonna. It's gonna have to be. Oh. Like I wasn't a day one Xbox One buyer. I was a PS4 guy. I didn't buy an Xbox One. Until Titanfall launched. And I quickly got rid of. My Xbox. When I didn't really care for Titanfall One. And I didn't buy
0: it again. Until Sunset Overdrive. So. You know, yeah, we gotta, we gotta demand more from these groups,
2: in my opinion. Developers, they get shit on all the time, and I feel like developers work so hard and try so much. And, and I like the more and more I look at it, I go, was this a was this a publisher's issue? Was this was this a decision from a, from a corporate level that that basically de- derailed something? And instead, all the, you know, like No Man's Sky was a nightmare. But and yes, the developer had there was fault at the developer level, but there was a ton of fault at Sony for giving the platform and and pushing this game and just and just sharing so much exposure to something that they could have spent ten minutes looking at behind closed doors and go. I know what you said, and I'm not seeing it, there might be an issue here. But instead, they just steamrolled, 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 and then when it crashed and burned, Sony just kind of sidestepped and said, yeah, Hello Games, you just deal with that on your own.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, they threw
3: they them under the bus, no doubt. Yeah, so. We'll see.
2: We'll see. Alright. Moving forward, though. do have some uh some congratulations to go around here fall guys has uh set some new records guys fall guys has now become the most downloaded playstation plus game ever uh if you're not familiar fall guys was one of the playstation plus free games this uh in august And if you haven't grabbed yourself a copy and you're watching us live, I would recommend doing it, like, right this second, because I think as of, like, tomorrow or something, it's too late. So, um, but anyways, this game has been very successful. They have, like I said, the um, most downloaded PS Plus game ever. They don't give us a number of what it actually is. Sony didn't release that. Double-checking, yeah, Sony didn't release it, but... The other accomplishment, the milestone they hit is that they've officially crossed 7 million units sold on Steam. 7 million. That's crazy. This game is just... It's funny to watch games like this. Um, It's funny to see... You know, like when we watched Fortnite explode, right? When we've watched uh, even even Rocket League, when it hit PlayStation Plus and kind of got its it's launch because of PlayStation plus back in the day. Um, it's crazy to watch games just explode like that. Especially when you look at a game, like, yeah, Fault guys is fun, but there's not a whole lot there. <laughs> there's, there's really not a whole lot going on in this game. And you just sit there and you wonder how it continues to grow and it continues to expand when in all reality is like, I feel like the burnout should be hitting people here soon. And of course, yes, they just announced season two, um, they showed, like, the new medieval theme of a lot of a lot of new, like, outfits and stuff and new games. And that's what's going to be very important to this game is that the seasons are going to have to come rather quick and it's going to have to be refreshing, you know, a nice refresh. And then also they've talked about adding modes to it so it gives you a little more variety to the game. And all of that's happening, so I think that's yeah, good news. But... Um, congratulations needs to go around for the 7 million mark being passed on steam and now be holding the record for
0: PlayStation, um, which is, which is really cool. Anything else you'd like to say about that? I mean, I don't think
2: have either one of you played fall guys. I I added it for my PS plus and I keep thinking like, man,
3: I got to download it and play it. I'm just so sucked into if I'm playing PlayStation, I'm playing last of us right now. And then with Tony Hawk coming out, I'm gonna be real distracted. I'm gonna have a lot going on. But I really think Fall Guys is something I could really enjoy. It seems like it would fall right into the type of games I like.
1: Yeah, I think that's something you and the wife would probably uh That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
3: Yep, taking but, um, turns or whatever. I might download it uh tonight overnight.
1: Yeah, I played, I have not downloaded. It. It's it's a lot of fun. Matter of fact, my dad had it, my dad downloaded it. He was telling me about it, and I had to look I'm like, What? You played Fall Guys? And he said he has a lot of fun with it, so Huh. Good job, Fall Guys. Good job.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, that's uh it's impressive for sure. Uh, it's really cool to see too coming from a developer that is a little they're little. You know, they they are truly an independent, you know, small uh developer. So to see this success hit them is really cool and that's why you want to see it continue to grow, continue to um you know, to have that success and allow this developer to grow with it and do and able to achieve things that maybe they never thought were possible. Very cool. Our last topic is um, our Halo Infinite update. I feel like every, every week now we're just going to have a Halo Infinite update. So I just kept Craig. I just kept Craig as my background here um, because Craig the Brute is the epitome of what's going on with, Halo in the franchise and everything. Um, they brought in a veteran, guys. They brought in a veteran. Microsoft assigns Bungie veteran to help ship Halo Infinite. Joseph Statton has returned to work on the campaign. If you are not familiar with who this person is, they um, they're kind of a big deal when it comes to the Halo series because they wrote and directed... Halo 1, 2, 3, and even some of Destiny. So, arguably, some of the best Halos, if not the best Halo, written, directed by this guy. Um, But the, the concerning part is when you bring someone like this in, That had that type of job in previous games you have to start to ask how big of a problem do we have with halo
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like when they brought in ron howard to finish solo you're like what happened (laughs) you had to bring in the big gun of ron howard to direct the rest of the movie yeah that to me says this thing it's a flaming pile of garbage.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. So basically Staten's appointment here uh, just a few months before the game was originally supposed to ship suggests that the changes to Halo Infinite may be significant. Uh, at Bungie, he wrote the scripts and directed the cutscenes for first three Halo games, as well as writing a well-received novel based on the franchise. He was later a writer and creative director on Destiny before he left Bungie in 2013. So, in short, Staten is the person you would want on board if your goal was to make Halo Infinite feel like a return to the classic Halo form. But the question, like I just stated, is how much work needs to be done and how long the delay will turn out to be. So, if you watch some people talk about this, they now believe this is not a delay that's into early 2021. This is a late 2021, possibly early 2022 if we're lucky. And I, I 100% agree with this. You don't bring in someone that's a, that's a, you know, script director, like, like there, to me, you're starting to tell me there might be major issues with the actual story, not just the graphics, not just the, the performance on last gen, which they came out and said, we at Microsoft and 343 have not said that we are going to eliminate the Xbox one edition of this game. And, and and we're sticking to it. So I mean again, what's what is going on because nothing, I mean, the one good side of this is that it seems like you're bringing a veteran in that has done some good stuff for the Halo franchise in the past. So that's that part is that part is good. The bad part is is that we were hoping we were going to find out this was a 30 60 90 day delay, not a 1 year, you know. 12 to, 12 I'm just going to say 12 to 24 month window of a delay. This, to me, sounds like Metroid Prime 4. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, yeah. Remember
3: the last time a game you wanted to play got a major overhaul after it started developing?
2: Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. MIA completely for three years now? Yeah, exactly. And uh, Halo can, like, after after talking Halo, after saying it's the future of Halo, after saying all these things, you can't you can't go on that type of It can't happen. So, I don't know, man. They have multiple developing teams now working on this. They bring in this veteran. They delay it. My goodness. I don't even know where to begin with this, but it's a mess for sure. And hopefully uh, Joseph can, can
0: at least help clean it up some.
1: like we're gonna need to sacrifice a couple of goats, um, you know, whip out the Ark of the Covenant, uh maybe throw a version or two in, in a volcano or something to to hopefully get this game to be in a functional uh a state or or something. I you
2: know, I don't know I don't know what their what the plan is and, and how they're gonna how they're gonna make it all work, but in the end right now it's it's definitely much bigger mess than I think any anyone expected and you know you're starting to see just how much backpedaling we're watching this these companies do to try to just keep afloat and figure it out, and then come back and deliver something that that they should have delivered in the first place, and then all the questions come into play. It's like, well, did Microsoft push them too much and demand that they that they present here, and like, or or did this company just come through and say, yeah, we're ready, but they really weren't? Like, you know, who knows where. Where the fault lays it could it could lay in both positions but um either way it's it's super disappointing and it doesn't help the new the the new console that's about to drop it doesn't help microsoft right now and and with its leverage around the future of game pass and the future of x cloud and how halo infinite was supposed to play around all of that so
0: and it will eventually but we were all expecting it now Oh, well,
2: um, we'll see, you know, obviously if you want to talk about these topics, this is, uh, this is wrapping up the news. So for these topics and much more visit games, where you can read the blogs, watch the videos, listen to the podcast, but also join the discord because that is where we can keep talking about this in the channels and, um, discuss what you think's happening with halo, um, your feelings on, on the PS five and the next gen of gaming period. And then, uh, you know, is Our other topic of is Activision ever going to uh, really man up and actually clean up clean up the environment to to make this game enjoyable for everyone. The other thing, and I don't want to backtrack too much, but (laughs) the other thing I hate about the cheating thing is that (laughs) is that these companies actually advertise this stuff as like. Anyone should be able to enjoy Warzone. Like, that's that's literally their slogan to this. Anyone should be able to enjoy Warzone.
0: By our hack. So what? You're basically targeting it towards people that suck so that they can enjoy
2: the game by not playing the game, really. But in all reality, you get these people that are fully capable of playing the game that then decide to cheat on top of being decent at the game. It's not.
3: It's not like four-year-old Deadite thrown in that game genie right. to get them infinite lives and you know get that extra damage in Zelda, so I can beat Ganon the infinite arrows or whatever. It. It's not like that. It's completely different. They're yeah. not doing anything for accessibility.
2: Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I don't want to go drag back into it, but it just it just really grinds my gears. All right. You know, you know what grinds my gears. What?
1: The wax paper on a laffy taffy it kind of gets melted and stuck in there and you end up eating laffy taffy and wax and then yeah. when you poop you get pieces of pieces of like wax and wrapper
3: all in the poop it's it's
1: horrible it's horrible
3: Wrappers yeah. never come out for me oh my my body is full of wax paper
2: oh boy. oh boy well let's just uh count those as both of the gaming moments of the week for you guys and we'll just no i'm just kidding uh gaming moment of the week what's uh what do you got going on here Dead i
3: uh mine's mine's quick i'm still playing last of us 2 i don't want to talk about it because i don't want to spoil any story but i put like three more hours into the game this week still really loving it and that's that mickey ah for my gaming moment of the week
1: uh it's got to go with uh Fortnite, uh uh, I, I shared this with you guys in, in text, but kind of funny thing is, I think I did I did an evil thing, which I learned from Grimm. Um, oh, throw me under the I, bus. I got my dad addicted to Fortnite. <laughs> my, oh, no. my 61-year-old father yeah, playing Fortnite. We played it all weekend, like Friday. And it is partially due to the Marvel event that's going on right now. When I showed it to him, when I sent him like I texted him the uh, the little intro video, he was like, "Is that all right now?" He's like, what, "What? How do you get it? What do you?" I'm like, "It's free. It's just download Fortnite. It's an event." He was asking me all kinds of questions all weekend, like, "How do you do this? How do you do that? What's this?" So, we like we sit down and we play, and uh, we're playing, we're playing, and I like I have the I bought into the battle pass. So I'm like, "Yeah, I got Thor." I showed him like Thor how he charges up and unlocked and everything, and I was showing him the battle pass and everything. I'm like, "How do I get to?" It? "Oh, you got to buy the battle pass." I was like, "Oh, I was like, yeah, you got to buy the battle pass. So what do I do?" I'm like, what would Grim do?
3: No. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. No, no, yeah, no. You gifted your dad
3: the battle
1: pass. No. Yes,
2: I've dad never dad. used that evil on my family, <laughs> though.
1: <laughs> so here we are all weekend going hard on a Fortnite. And, and surprisingly, I like that father he, and son time a lot, Miggy. He can hold his own. Like, I'm sitting there like, I'm down. And he's sitting like, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's like, pat, 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 knocking him out. I got you ready. I'm like, oh, we just got to teach you how to build it. We can go all the way. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we played till about 10, 11 o'clock last night. And I'm like, all right, I got to get off so I can go to get up and go to work in the morning. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. He unlocked. We got all of, all the Thor for him. And we we're halfway get to getting the She-Hulk. So I think he's sitting at level... Fifteen, sixteen right now on the battle pass, and I'm like twenty-two, twenty-three. So I'm sure he's itching to play some more. And I was doing it on mobile too. That was the funny thing. He couldn't believe I was playing on mobile because the way I was moving the turn and everything. It was it was it was crazy.
2: Yeah, the crossplay, the crossplay of that game is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um The fact that you and your father are having fun with this is is that's good. That's good. Um you you may have you may have used what you learned from me in a way that that was evil, but it worked <laughs> out in the end, and that's good. But yeah, no, I um I'm also intrigued with Fortnite right now because of the new season and it being Marvel based and everything with uh, Galactus involved and all that, all that fun stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean that's that's a, that's a super cool uh, game moment of the week for sure. Mine is simply um. I did something in, in destiny that I wasn't sure I was going to be able to achieve. And that is what they call a master nightfall. Ooh. So right now the solstice event is going on. It's going on for one more week. And the event is you get this armor and it starts off as just a standard blue armor. And then as you do each piece of armor, has a bunch of like tasks that you have to complete. As you complete those tasks, the armor evolves into stronger legendary armor and then eventually it starts to glow it looks pretty cool you get these like glowing horns and all this stuff well I went there's three three late like three levels of armor that you have to then do three levels of tasks for and I got to the third level where each piece of armor has one thing you need to do and I got everything done except my helmet and my boots and my helmet needs a master nightfall and my boots need seven trials of Osiris wins. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, oh. I st- we tried trials first, and I played for an entire day, and I got zero wins. So I said, "Okay, well, um, I had I had met uh, someone new on my stream. His name's Mobile Gamer, and um, he He's also named Link in it within Destiny within his gamer tag." And he offered to help me work on the Master Nightfall, which then Merciless, who I believe might be in the chat right now on twitch.tv slash um joined us. So it was the three of us. Strikes, strikes are three, three, uh, three guardians max. So Merciless and I are definitely not 1080 light level, which is what's recommended. We're 1060 and 1060 uh, at that time. And then Link is you know at the proper light level. And we, over the next hour hour and a half, slowly grind through this strike and get to the boss and we cheese the boss pretty pretty bad, where you know merciless nine are hiding behind like walls and stuff like that, just so that we don't get murdered, so that way um you know link can do what what needs to be done, mobile gamer can do what needs to be done and Anyways, we end up we end up taking the boss down, completing it, and it just felt like I remember the one time that we did a um like like a a master nightfall. I forgot what it was called before the how they how they would call it now because they have master, grandmaster, all this stuff. But there was like the weekly nightfall you could do that like was super hard. You had to do it in like ten minutes, and if you did, you got like a halo above your head for like the week. And that I felt like that again. Finished it, I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I pulled my I pulled that helmet out, and sure enough, the the lights lit because it it achieved what I needed. The lights lit up on the helmet, and all of a sudden, I have these metal horns. But on the inside, I have these like light horns that come out now, almost like almost like Loki looking, you know. Um, so I uh, that was my gaming moment of the week. I was really really happy that we achieved that. Um, now I'm frustrated though because I now I'm one piece away from completing the entire event. And I need Trials of Osiris Winds to do so. Mm. And I basically have today, the night that we're recording this, and then next weekend to achieve that, and then the
0: event end. So, yeah. That's going to be fun. Good luck. Well,
2: again, you know, because of cheaters, it becomes super and and let's be honest, Travel of Osiris is the sweatiest mode in all of Destiny, so mm-hmm. that um that doesn't help the situation. But we'll have a good time. Those are our gaming moments of the week. We want to hear your gaming moments of the week, and you do that in the Discord. So come hang out with us the Games Discord. All right. Then I go ahead and remind everybody of all the, all the great content and everything that we, uh, that we provide.
3: Listen, I need you to pick up your phone or your Got personal it? computer, okay. open a, an additional tab, not the one you're watching this podcast on or right now on Twitch, and enter gamesillamedia.com into your little... Typey box thing, search window. I don't know what it's called. I should know though. (laughs) And go over there and see all the awesome shows that we offer as a network. Um, tons of good stuff. Uh including, you know, you like you like games you like talking about new games. We have a retro gaming podcast, The Legend of Retro, uh, Chops, Xander, The Glitch, Craig WK. Uh, they do a great job running down uh, classic games for you every single week. Uh it's a must listen to. Absolutely kick ass. We have the Last Action Podcast, all things action movies, Noiseland Arcade, that's our Simpsons show, and then Noobs and Dragons, our tabletop gaming podcast. A uh, lot of good stuff. It's all super fun. And I uh, just want to encourage you if you enjoy hanging out with us, listening to our show, make sure you listen to the other shows available at com. And again, thank you to everyone who supports ourselves as well as all the other great shows at gamezilla media on patreon patreon.com slash gamezilla media if you're not a patron go over there start your patronage today and continue to support the hard work that we do here to entertain
2: you right all right well that about wraps up episode 326 of the gamezilla podcast thanks again everybody for hanging out um yeah It was uh, was a good time. We'll see you next week and just remember we are your Elite Free
0: DLC for all your gaming news. Until next time, game on. Game on? Game on.